What up, folks? Welcome to a new decade, a new year, and welcome to our cast. We're really excited to have you. Uh, before we begin, make sure you are following us on all of our social media platforms on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and that you are subscribed to us wherever you listen to your podcasts Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, other things, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever. We're all there. Check us out. Would love a five star rating if you have it on. I here. know it's if it, you can spare a five star. It'll uh, it'll feed our love language. It'll help people find the podcast too. So yeah, it'll be dope. It'll Thanks. be dope, dope, dope. Thanks for the support. Our uh, driven, our dabble section was pretty short and sweet. Um, we talked about all the natural disasters happening in the world. Sucks, and the big news of this week has been Meghan Markle and Harry. Uh, some, some things yeah financial independence is a thing folks it's real financial literacy is big yeah and the royals are big into practicing that so yeah megan's just taking it a step farther yeah so i i applaud them yeah to it's gonna be dope young to newlyweds see. are you just gonna skip over how your voice sounds like a gravel eater first of or? all i talk about it already no you talk about it after they hear this yeah I'm sick, guys. <laughs> so, apologies. It's been a rough week for Brian. Um, in the dribbling section, we have a happy birthday wish to the king. The another, king. another royal. Another one. One Lebronathan James. Lebronathan. We love him. And then there's some uh, smack talk to the king from one Kawhi Leonard. Yes. Allegedly. Allegedly. We talk about that. Um, our favorite, Jimmy Butler, up to Jimmy Things. He, you know, you don't mess with Jimmy. He's just rattling some cages. Don't That's poke all. the bear. Yeah. He'll come right back at you. Yeah. So we talk about Jimmy having a little bit of a war of words with another player. Mm-hmm. Bri and I both give our NBA all-star votes. Similar, but different. I understood some, yours. Some some discrepancies as yours. That yeah. makes sense. I mm-hmm. understand. We both have our hearts in the right place with our picks. And uh, update on Kyrie's shoulder, one Brooklyn net. And then doing some major honors with our dope people. Very some dope people. Good, good folks. You're not going to want to miss it. Um, I really loved our dope people this yeah, week. Yeah, me too. I think it, it made my heart warm. All right, folks. Catch this cast. It'll be a good one. We'll see you on the flip side. What up, folks? Welcome to another episode of Dab and Dribbling with Alex and Bry. Hey. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Or Happy New Decade. Yep. What? 2020. 2020. Large in, the Roaring Twenties. The Roaring Twenties. Large New Year, fight. same us. So excited. <laughs> so thrilled. We are thrilled to be here. Um, apologies in advance for my voice being so sexy. You sound terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you... She's just on the microphone, just breathing into your microphone. Watch out you don't get sick this week. Oh, I hate you. It's strong with this one. Um, I, I was sicky, and you know I've not been feeling well. So No, anyway. you've had a rough go of it for uh, some But it's days. okay. We are going to push through and make moves before we begin. What's your Darko and LeBron? Darko. What is your low and your high of the week? Or of the, yeah, of the of year the, of thus, the far. Years thus far? Man, yo. Tell me. Darko. Tell me. Do I have Darko? I don't. I'm feeling pretty good. Uh Feeling light. Feeling fresh. Mm -hmm. Oh, my camera stopped recording sound. My 
DSLR camera. Oh so my I had gosh. to send it to the company <gasps> to get them to fix it. Oh my. So they're working on it now. I'm so sad. I see so many beautiful things in the city and I'm like, oh, I want to take a picture of that. And then I get sad because I realize oh. I don't have my camera with me right now. But you have a nice iPhone. I, it's not the same. Yeah. It's not the same. If we could change one thing in the t- roaring 20s. Tell me, bro. I need iPhone to do a partnership with Canon to p- put Canon sensors inside of iPhones. You see, folks, if you have an iPhone. Tell me. And most phones. Yes, most phones. Are Google right. and otherwise. You probably have a sensor for your camera inside your phone that is made by Sony. Mm-hmm. I mean, fine, great, fine. fine. It's a great company. They make good quality products. I prefer the color science of a Canon. Facts. You've had, Bri's had a Canon for a long time. My whole life. Yeah, she loves it. I think they're great images, and I would just love it if my iPhone were taking pictures with a Canon sensor. That would be my favorite. I, I, let's let's work work with Apple and make that happen. So in the meantime, I'm just I need my Canon camera. I need my. Yeah. So that's my Darko. My LeBron is I have had a great year thus far. Yeah, you have. Jan first on. It's just been dope. Been loving it. It's been fantastic. My, that, that was it. You want me? You want me to say more? No, my my no, romance game has never been higher. I mean. Uh. Feelings on cloud nine. I'm being more creative. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, we, we're we loving this. This is, it's nice though for us because we work in a profession where we get January break. Well, it's not a break, but so like. It's a little bit slower than usual. Right. So this month starts off. Not by off, much, but it's still mm-hmm. a little bit. The month starts off better for us. Right. And so I'm in a very creative state. I'm in New York and it seems to be treating me just fine. Awesome. How about you? Um, my Darko is that I've been feeling like garbage this week. Mm-hmm. Not a fan. Mm. Not into it. Yikes. Um, and, you know, I, I, to- I told you I like injured my shoulder a couple of months ago. It's your left shoulder? Yeah. I have a right shoulder injury. I know. What'd you do to your shoulder? I overexerted it on, in the gym. What'd you hurt? Um, it's like right here. That looks. Oh, that's where mine is. Yeah. You know what that is? Well, oh, how long has that been hurting? Uh, been a couple of months. Ooh. Yeah. What does it feel like? Sharp pain, dull pain. Mm, it's kind of dull. In uh, only in certain positions or all the time? Only certain positions. What positions? How high can you lift your arm? All the way up. Okay. What about if you put it in front of you and lift it? No problem. Where does it? What position it just, does it, just, it hurt? It's just, it's just strained right here. It's like this. What? What? Posi- that is where mine is too, and that is where Kyrie's is also. Mm-hmm. So Kyrie and I have the same thing. Right. I'm right. trying to diagnose you right now, but right. but you're not giving me anything. I, no, I've talked <laughs> to my I've talked to my my PT and my doctors, and they all have stated that I um, have strained a muscle, and that it's just going to take some time, and I got to strengthen. My back, my shoulder, and all that crap. Your rotator cuff. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there's clicks and stuff, which is like kind of normal because that was it's my normal. swimming, my swimming arms were like that. So yeah, I'm just feeling a little not like great, mm-hmm. but I'm still alive and well, and I'm grateful for that. Um, regardless of my cicadas, and my LeBron, <laughs> my high. Thanks. Um, 
I don't know. I would agree with you in that life is not perfect, but the life that I'm currently leading in in is one that I'm so grateful for. Mm -hmm. Love game is good. Work Mm -hmm. game is good. Mm -hmm. You know, um, personal, professional, spiritual, everything's been kind of kind of rocking you know and like there's definitely like low points in all of those things Mm. that even in the past like nine to ten days but Mm. of the new year but um i'm so grateful for all of them if that makes sense like it's not like nothing that i'm like oh i feel like go through this again it's just more like no okay that sucks what can i do to like be better about it or you know can i tell you something i'm doing very nerdy for myself what are you doing i am creating a powerpoint presentation on google slides Uh uh-huh that outlines my financial plan uh-huh. for the next foreseeable future mm-hmm. into the decade. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you presenting this to me? My girlfriend will Your also girlfriend? see it. She will <laughs> also see it. It is to benefit both of us. Right, but of course. I'm primarily writing it for me. Okay. And You're so a visionary I'm, like that. I need these slides to crystallize everything for me and so i'm i there's a quote i pulled from the internet from jim carrey Uh who said i wish that people could have all their riches and fame they wanted so that they'll see it's not the answer yep and i put that in the Mm -hmm. in the slides as a reminder to myself so to what you're saying with the well, the good and the bad of the first days of the new decade. Mm-hmm. Gotta take it all. Yeah, like that's such part of that's part of it. Yeah, and learning to like find ways to cope and be resilient and not have things like bog you down based on things that are happening around you. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm trying to. I'm trying to kill it in the game of life. You know. Yep. Here we go. Here we go. Um, do you want to get into some topics for today? I would love today? to. I would love to. Well, first and foremost, I don't feel like there's been a lot of coverage of just all of the natural disasters that are happening in our world. Um, have you been aware of said disasters? I have been aware of Puerto Rico. Okay. And the earthquake. Yes. Multiple. Multiple earthquakes, yes. And all the aftershocks of those earthquakes. Right. Um... Yeah, so there's been a couple of things happening. There's um, the devastating fires in Australia that's been going on since, like, December. Mm-hmm. Oh, this oh. is this, too, I'm aware of. Yeah, so... I gave $12 to a uh, charity today for that. Nice, very cool. Every every penny counts. So, yeah. um, so that's been happening. Puerto Rico had two major earthquakes. One was, like, a 5.4, and the other one was, like, a 6.4. Um, and obviously all the aftershock of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so from what scientists are saying, the the island is starting to settle. And that's why the plates are moving and thus creating... Settle? A, yeah. I don't know what that means. Sink? Settle, sink. Maybe it's all those same things. But honestly, if they had another major earthquake and it would have hit the seven Richter scale they would have had a tsunami and the island would be I would imagine no more based on how it is it's time to move from Puerto Rico yeah 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 my partner's family is from Puerto Rico so 
we were a little little worried to say the least mm-hmm. about all the things that are going on there um so those are the two major ones that i can think of i believe there was something happening in indonesia got a tsunami i believe i was so. so scared of a tsunami i mean and i love water but i don't love water that much um but there's a lot going on and you know there isn't uh, much that our government is doing to even help its own u.s territory puerto rico indonesia has floods okay that's 66 people have died jesus as of a day ago and all i gotta say is that there is it's it has been on record that if the richest people in the world the most wealthy people in the world mm-hmm. got together and pulled like a small percentage of their money mm-hmm. they could solve a lot of things like world hunger potentially climate change you know by changing the way we do things because mm-hmm. a lot of these things like earthquakes i would imagine is not necessarily climate change related because it's like underneath mm-hmm. well actually it could be climate change really because the earth is warmer than than it used to be right it's interesting. this is very interesting i'm running a bunch of thought experiments in my head yeah and i don't know i think there's we are not good to this earth and so the earth is uh replying back by being like yo what the f yeah i would love to have more information from someone in the know i believe in climate change i believe in uh global warming right but i would love when it's explained to me it always makes sense but in these instances of exact examples i would love for somebody to illuminate for me like the causes of something like this so right. i would be more so i'd just be more in tune with it yeah my understanding with the fires it was like you know the ground was so dry from lack of it, water i mean but they go through drought sometimes don't they it, they got desert in australia right but like there's desert and then there's like so dry that it sparks fire I just wonder if that, like, so the rain system, the precipitation system out there, was that affected by the, you know, in, I think in the what lack way? of precipitation is probably what affected. Yeah. yeah. So I just wonder how that came to be, if right. that is really a man made issue or if that's something that happens, like, in so many moons of the right. Earth's revolution. I don't know. I just, and, I'm not smart enough to know that. Right. I and could, my understanding is Puerto Rico hasn't had an earthquake like of this magnitude mm-hmm. in over 100 years. Well, yeah, I mean, so I feel like we're going to have an earthquake and a volcano eruption in the United States in the next, like, you know, 100 years. But I would wonder. Is that like natural or is that is right? Like, are we doing they predicted the second earthquake that was happening, I believe. And they predicted like if the, if another one is going to happen, it's going to be really bad. I know this answer. We Someone told me this. When is the next major uh, earthquake? U.S. earthquake. Is it going to be in California? Um, probably. Uh, the big one is coming to Southern California. This was written in 2019. I'm not sure. I don't know. I mean, there are scientists that are able to, like, look at the plates that the Earth is sitting on, like, land is sitting on. So I imagine that's how they can tell if something is moving or isn't moving. Man, they could, they, there's a rank of the five dangerous volcanoes that could erupt next. Holy crap. You know, like, that's, you know, but is that within our control? It doesn't sound like it. No, that doesn't sound like it's within our control. 
But I, I don't want us to exasperate it by, yeah, sure. you know, like putting more crap in the earth that we don't need to be putting in. Yeah, I mean, the pollution that we put into the waters, mm-hmm. does that, I know it affects sea life. Right. Does it also affect? It like, affects the temperature. It affects, because the, mm. the way that, um, my understanding is like the way, if you have a bunch of crap on, like in, in the ocean floating around, sunlight isn't going into the water, which isn't helping algae grow, which isn't helping, you know, the the fish eat food like there's mm-hmm. all of these like little you know little things that makes a big you think it's nothing but makes a big difference yeah i believe you so with all of that being said let's just be better to our earth if you are able to give please give there are so many um charities out there that are raising money for the various um various uh, causes that are happening there was some model that said that she would sell her nudes for ten dollars per person um Mm. and she raised over like seven hundred thousand plus dollars that's a lot of packaging to put out i feel (laughs) real sorry for her hey just send them jpegs i think that's email everybody yeah Yeah, that's what she did but um, Seven hundred. I mean, it's not, that's not what I would do, but more power to you if that is your shtick. You I wonder know? if that would work for me. You sending your nudes? Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, I would not be one of those people receiving it, so thank you. I'd send you one as like a card. Oh. It's like a courtesy thing. Okay. We're friends. Yeah, we are. I would say we're brother and sister, and that's not something that I think any sibling wants to see. Some people have fetishes, though. I could just do pictures of my feet. And send them out. I mean, you could make money. Your I have feet, nice feet. You have not I've ugly heard this. feet. <laughs> Your feet are not gross. I could just take Can all kinds of angles. Can I also just say, you just keep up with hygiene, and that's yeah. like half the battle with men. It's just like, yo, do you want to clean your nails, like underneath your nails? I could take pictures of all of my joints, ligaments, appendages, mm-hmm. and just snapshots of like elbow, knee, right. foot, fingers, ear, this sort of thing, and then... Say, okay, you just pick whatever you want. I'll send you this $10 a pop. Like, here you go. I'm sure you can just make money like that. No generally. face and no face. So yeah. it just adds to the mystery. Oh. Like, whose ear is this? Oh, Ooh, who is this? <laughs> You're so weird. <laughs> Back of the head. Ooh. <coughs> That'd be dope. Um, more power to you, friend. Um, all right. The last thing that I wanted to talk about, unless there's something you wanted to touch base on, mm-hmm. is that Megan and Harry are making some moves specifically let me read their statement uh-huh. to give you some context okay. of what these moves are and i would love your unabridged unrehearsed mm-hmm. um, reaction mm-hmm. okay to i'll give you what i got give all right megan's my girl so here we come yeah here we go so sussex royal instagram posted a lovely picture of the couple i know what sri d- is i subscribe oh okay not really. I was like, I was like, I subscribe. I don't know if you do, Say but anyway. Shree? Um, so, after many months of reflection and internal discussion, we have chosen to make a transition this year mm-hmm. in starting to carve out a progressive new role within the institution. All right. We're going to have mixed people all over the place. Right. We intend to step back as, quote, senior members of the royal family and work to become financially independent while continuing to continuing to fully support her majesty the queen hmm? 
It is with your encourage it is with your encouragement, particularly over the last few years, that we feel prepared to make this adjustment. We now plan to balance our time between the United Kingdom and North America, continuing to honor our duty to the Queen, the Commonwealth, and our patronages. Are you okay there? Keep going. I'm listening. I'm having a hard time. This geographic balance will enable us to raise our son with an appreciation for the royal tradition into which he was born, while also providing our family with the space to focus on the next chapter, including the launch of our new charitable entity. We look forward to sharing the full details of this exciting next step in due due course as we continue to collaborate with Her Majesty the Queen, the Prince of Wales, the Duke of Cambridge, and all relevant parties. Until then, please accept our deepest thanks for your continued support, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. For more information, please visit sussexroyal.com. Link in bio. There, I said it. They said it with their chest. Deuces! They're not coming back. (laughs) (laughs) Not coming back. Megan, Megan, my girl, she came in under much criticism and much duress. And she continued to live there with much yep. criticism and duress. And they said... Because racism be motherfucking real. Who's this black American coming in here? She's mixed. She's one of my people. We own our biracial, multiracial people. But she's Absolutely. also black. It's a yes and. Yes. It's not a yes and. Neither, not a neither mm-hmm. nor. Um, she... I think she's wonderful. I think she and Harry are just picture perfect uh, in love. Uh, good for little, what's the kid's name? Archie. Archie. Mm-hmm. Um, that's an, um, you know, come on. That sounds very American. We have a comic book like that. Just bring them <laughs> over. So, splitting time between North America and uh, the United Kingdom sounds to me like Megan's got a lot of influence in this marriage. She's half of this marriage. Right. So, it makes sense that they would spend half their time there mm-hmm. and half their time here. But if your goal is to raise a kid... With an appreciation for his royal background, but we also want to be working parents, earning our own income, and right. give him a quote-unquote like normal childhood. The more he spends time in a royal castle... The less normal that's going to be. They're not coming back. Here's my thing. There's been a lot of criticism of, man, Meghan is ruining the royal family. She's taken Harry away from his family. She's ruining it. Her, she's bringing her Americanness into it. Mm. You don't think Harry knew who he was marrying? Yeah, she keeps a six shooter under the pillow. But <laughs> what good decent royal doesn't? <laughs> Dear, like I, uh, I read an article where they were talking about how royalty, uh, especially in England specifically, that class and stature. Mm-hmm is heavily aligned with racism. Uh, yeah. So... Did someone do a study on that? Please, uh, I hope there's no study no, on that. No, it was just like, it was an opinion article. Okay. And, and, I, and what they said I thought was really intriguing in that, okay, you have, okay, this very white, if you know the, the history of the Windsors, they're actually technically German. Like, their families of German descent, mostly than English descent. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, little Prince George mm-hmm. is the most British person there. Because um, the Queen's father and mother are of German descent, mm-hmm. of German royalty, but moved to England. 
she married her first cousin, who is the current king. Kinky. Um, who is of a German, like, Greek, of German, but was of Greek royalty. Wait, there's a king right now? Well, he, the queen's husband. So he's not a king. He's... Dead? No, he's alive. Talking about our queen, the queen. Queen, queen Elizabeth's husband. Uh, husband. Wh- who that? Uh, Wait, there's a... He's alive? Yeah, he's alive. He's Why don't barely. we ever talk about him? Because he doesn't... He's not, like, king. He's He's the... Is he the Duke of something? I don't know what he is, but he's not king. All right, I'm looking at him so I can educate myself. Um, and so, so this like Greek German person and this German person created Charles, who's and Charles marries Diana, who is Diana is English, which makes um, William half English, half German. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so now they have George, who is who is whose mother is fully English. So George is the most English next royal. I'm just now realizing um, that I have seen the king's picture recently, coming from the hospital. Why I think, hospital? right? What yes, he was. He was in the hospital. And people posted his picture around, noting that he was quite advanced in his his uh, age. And his age. he was hospitalized recently. Yeah. Okay, now it's all coming together for me. Right. So, so, Yikes. so you have this white dude marrying this. Black woman, regardless mm-hmm. of how light skinned she is and how pretty her hair is or how pretty she is, she's still a black person. Right, sure. And there's been a lot of commentary of and we even said it in this cast, when she when Archie was born, there was there was uproar that she didn't come out with the baby right yeah. after she gave birth to the baby. In some high heels. In high heels. It's like what? And the fact that they she they did it they they from the jump have done things differently. Yeah. And I understand that to a certain extent because I come from a very traditional family, um, who expects very traditional expectations as far as how things are done, you know, how marriage is done, how kids are raised, how you spend your money, how you do these different things. And so when you want to deter from that, not by a lot. So you can live a life that you want to live with your partner. I see why people are in uproar, but I also I am one thousand percent team Meghan and Harry, and oh, yeah, sure. and to think and you have to also think that Harry was raised by Diana, who was the most non traditional person when you think of the way she lived her life. She mm-hmm. was the she was the princess of the people, right? She was the one that like held people's hands and like you know, hugged them and things, something that royals never did. Right. And so she's the one that wanted her kids to have, quote unquote, as normal of a life as possible. She's the one that didn't have 15 million nannies for her kids. You know, she had, I think, one per kid or something like that, or one total or something like that. Mm -hmm. And even William and Kate, they are also wanting to raise their children as their own, Mm -hmm. but recognizing William's going to be king and after William is going to be George and they they have to stay there this like stepping down as senior royal and there has been rumor rumors are usually when something like this is stated the queen and the royal family usually sends a supporting statement of like yeah we agree or whatever but their supporting statement was there's still a lot to discuss there's still the beginning stages which would which tells us that they probably were talking about this, but this was not approved by 
the royal court of like how things should happen. Yikes. So I look at all of this and I think, wow, tradition and family are very important. It's very important to me at least. But like when you steer clear from that and there's a whole country also, like I can imagine. The Commonwealth. The Commonwealth. The Commonwealth's opinion. How drastic it was for Megan to like deal with that. Like she openly said, yeah, it's been hard. You know, and it's just like, how can you, this new mom wanting to like raise her her child well and love her husband and do good for the world in the, in the role that she's placed in and now you're trapping her? No, you're not going to do that to Megan. Or as some of, as Trevor Noah said, this is what happens when you marry a black woman. She looks at you and says, bitch, you better get a job. You can't be living in your mama's house no more. Which I thought was. I'm trying to imagine a lot. See, Megan's life <laughs> as an actress can go between Anywhere. continents. Yeah. I don't know what Harry does or will do. I know he was in. He was. He's been military. I remember that. Yeah. But does he do like tech? Is he in the STEM field? I can't stand you. Is he like, like you know? He needs to go, he needs to go get an IT job. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. What job do you know in North America is gonna? Well, maybe you can work remotely. Like, okay, Harry, you work for us for six months out of the year in San Francisco, and then we know the other six months of the year you have to be Duke of a country. Yeah. Fine, you can work for us remotely. That's that's okay. Yeah. Okay, we'll work it out. And I heard uh, the opinions thereabouts bandied across the internet now are someplace of Vancouver Island where they have a summer home, I guess. Yeah. Toronto where they met and spent yeah. good time together. Or LA where Megan is from. Yeah. And if she they, has like family and friends. Family and friends and she's in the movie business, you know, in the film but business. I don't even think she wants to go back to movies. Like I think she, her passion has always been on charity work and like okay. working and things. So I can imagine them both, like that's what they fell in love together with, like right. doing work in South Africa, doing things mm-hmm in and around the world if they go to la the press i think they should just rip this band-aid off and just do all the things they want to do and just get people used to it because no one's gonna like any decision they make and the thing is too is like the the royal the tabloids in in um, britain are really vicious and so to and she said how difficult it has been for her so I'm not surprised by this move at all, and I'm all about it. Mm-hmm. She's our queen. Girl, you can come back to North America. Come back. We got you. Bring Harry with you. Bring yeah. Archie. Bring the whole gang. Bring a dog. It. Bring a dog. Yeah. It's fine. Don't fly United. Um, uh, oh. Come come ready to party. We're happy to have you. I love it. I'm into it. Oh, my gosh. I'm but happy yeah, for him. Those are those are things that are happening. There's other, I'm sure, smutty things happening in the world. There's... But. there's Political things happening. I mean, I'm, I know what's happening. I'm not one to. I don't, I, I don't want to comment on I don't it because anything because I'm just like, can we? Apparently, the impeachment articles are going to the Senate, and it's going to happen oh, next good. week. Oh, so, good. but you know, we can start a war though. Till then, listen, listen, <laughs> America, America. We, if you've seen it once, you've seen it a million times. Tell me, sir. If you don't want to get impeached. If you don't want, if you want to get reelected, just start a war. Start a war. Give yourself a project to finish. Hey, listen, guys, I'd really love to get out of here. It's been a tough four years, but 
you know, there's this war thing I just have over here. And if you, if you want me to finish it, I'll stay and finish it. I'd love to. But otherwise, I got a four o'clock and I got to go. <laughs> I got a four o'clock. I'll That's never funny. forget the time during 20, 2004. Uh-huh. Bush Carey. You forgot Carey because we forgot no. in the Carrie moment. Lieberman, remember? I remember. And I remember watching interviews of people from the heartland. Uh-huh being interviewed about their choice of who to vote for. And just there were a few people who said, well, you know, the president has had his ups and downs and he's had some low moments, but, you know, I feel like we're in a tough spot with the war and since he started it, I should let him finish. I'm dead. Yeah. Well, I just never, I I always remember that that's a way that some people think about it. So... You know, it's it's interesting how it's interesting how there were no wars during Clinton, and then no, I mean, was, so there was a small yeah, there, there was, was there, there was, was a war. What There's was the, um, Well, he did start bombing Afghanistan. Yeah, he started that. No, and he also there was the the the, the Gulf War was was prior, prior Bush, to him. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh, the, it was a Slovenia, the... Oh, the uh, Bosnians? You, yeah, Bosnian. Bosnian war. Uh, yes. We weren't necessarily mm. as involved, but we were, like, involved. We're always involved yeah. in some way. We have... People think when... They think of wars in the United States. Mm-hmm. They think we've had maybe 20 to 30 wars. There was, like, an article that was had, posted. We've somebody, had hundreds. Somebody posted about this, I don't remember, but, like, how how much of your life has the U.S. been in war? All of it. If you were born in, like, the, like when we were born, mm-hmm. it was, like, 64% of our life there's mm-hmm. been war. Yeah. Uh, like, we were actively in war. Right. But if you were born in, like, the 2000s, you've been... Only known. Oh, you only known. 100%. 100% has been war. And I've seen it shape people's perceptions. Mm-hmm. Quite perceptions and like how they like do, do, do deal with life yeah and how they do things it's amazing it's yeah. really wild how the conditions of that can affect people and i was just thinking clinton had you know his his way with it right and then he left and then you had 9-11 and bush it was a false war but it was a it was false a- war for iraq mm-hmm. they went in and did work in afghanistan where they found the person they were looking for uh, mm. Right or wrong? Right or wrong? Saddam just, or no? Uh, um, Al Qaeda's um, Osama. Osama bin Laden. That was that was uh, forty four. That was. Well, I know it was forty four, but I'm just saying, like he started the Afghan Afghanistan bombing started with Clinton with an eye for Osama. Yeah. Then nine eleven happened, and Bush went into both Iraq and Afghanistan. Yeah, because 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 um, Saddam tried to kill his daddy. Right, <laughs> right, and then so f- forty-four f- found Osama in Afghanistan. We stayed in wars, but we started to pull out of the war. Right, so we did all this work to curtail and pull people out slowly, as much as he could, by the end of his presidency. And now you got a dude in here who just bombed Iran, and, and like, who is called POWs and other people weak. You know, so I'm just like, I'm just, you know, Republicans just, at some point, you got to stop leading with your penises, you know, just yeah, no comment. I don't I don't know. I just wish I just wish it were a little less that way. But uh, we got we got something on our hands brewing. We'll see what it is 
and looking ahead I hope it's nothing being a strong country with a large military I don't think anything going to come to us necessarily no I'm not worried about that I, there may be some internal yeah but like there may be some internal things like they'll bring someone over here to do something but like a missile not necessarily is going to come to us without our knowledge but american bases are being bombed our allies are in danger in that are in the middle east like sure. this is going to be a problem this I, is this is going to be a problem i'm hoping that <coughs> no lives or at least as little lives as possible are casualties it's too late and well already going forward yeah i was like american iranian or otherwise iranian i sound so american iranian. um yeah, yeah so uh, yeah folks it is iraq and iran not iran yeah. or iraq it is iran. iran iraq just letting you all know it is don't be don't be stupid it is china not china or china china i don't know Someone? Okay. It can happen. It's not even Japan. What is it? It's, um... Japan is not Japan? No. Oh, I feel stupid. How to... Pronounce Japan. Uh, here we go. What does it say? What does it say? What does it say? Here we go. Japan. No... Okay, you know what? I'm I think I'm thinking of how to say it in Japanese. Okay. Do you want to hear how I say it in Japanese? Yes. Nihon. Nihon. Nihon, okay. Nihon. Very cool. Uh, well, uh I guess I'll just take a moment to say thank you to the military families and those who are in the military for the sacrifice that you do for our country because as much as you know we may you know you get to you do something for us so that we can be critical of our government we could be we could mm-hmm. live free and you know practice life in a free and safe manner and that does not um it does it doesn't it's not something that I'm um, blinded to I'm incredibly grateful for our military men and women um our siblings, you know, really who do who do the things that they do so that we can live a free life. Um, mm. It's a yeah. huge sacrifice that they and their families have to do, and I can't even imagine. Any criticism I have about war mm-hmm. is not about the soldiers going into it. Not at all, or their families. No, it is, it is simply about the choice of rich white men choosing war is to... War cl- is a class act. Tip, tip, a classism act. Choosing yeah. to send... Usually, uh, people who are less financially endowed absolutely to go fight to risk their lives for someone else's ego. Yep. And that's and that's what we're critical about. Yeah. So I that should be done with great care and sparingly. Yeah. If we can't, you know, that's why diplomacy is such an important and vital muscle to use that this administration doesn't seem to have. A good knack for. I can never do that job. Did you watch The Two Popes? No, I have not. I watched it. Is it good? I really liked it. Yeah? Yeah, it's it's worth seeing. Um, the true, to, true to story? Probably not. There's right. some things in there that are definitely embellished. Right. I would never presume to say that's factually what happened. But it's a nice story. Yeah. And 
Apologies for the sirens. We live in New York City. <laughs> tis what it is. Uh, but the I would never want the job of president or pope, nor am I in line to get either one of those jobs yeah. with my current resume. Oh. But I feel like... <laughs> you could those, be president. It could happen. God, I wouldn't want it. Just, <laughs> it's such a hard job. There's so much to think about, and you're never done. And it's so tiring and thankless. And yep. Obama, I just heard this the other day, Obama would go to bed at night and they would give him a stack of things to read for the night. Yeah. Going into the next day. Like, here's the things you need to know. Yeah. Going into tomorrow. So he'd have to sit there and read through the most dense, important, life-changing, life-threatening things. Do you think, and then sleep with that. Do you think 45 does that? What, read? read? Yeah. No. <laughs> Does someone just orate for him? He's a uh, actual group of squirrels in a meat suit. I'm dead. Is what I think is happening. <laughs> I think they're just a bunch of squirrels running around in there, and they're just like flopping. And <laughs> that's just his big meat bag that walks around made of squirrels. I'm, I don't think he reads. Reading is fundamental, friends. So tough. that's it. It's tough. Yeah, like, yeah. All right, folks, let us go and talk about some basketball, hey? What up, folks? Welcome to our second segment of the cast, which is our dribbling section where we talk about all things basketball, typically NBA basketball, and we do our best to make it as simplified as possible so you can understand uh, why we're such fanboy and fangirl of all things basketball and this dope-ass league called the National Basketball Association. Love it. Um, there's a lot going on with the league. Before we begin, did you hear mm-hmm. about like the NBA seriously like considering changing the playoff like seating and things like that? Oh yeah. What do you think? How do you feel? To clarify, because we didn't talk about this before, so is the idea that there would be a best of top bracket and then yeah. all the teams would get reseeded regardless of oh, east or did. west? Yeah. And we, they would just pit them up against, like, college style against yeah. their records. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Let's try anything. Let's, yeah. Let, I mean, I the, also think that there's, like, a conversation of shortening the league. Like, it is season, season yeah. considering it's, what, 92 games? Or yeah, whatever. sure. 82. Um, 82 games, I'm sorry. Um, or I mean, 84 games. 82. Yes, 82 games. I was like, what's the... It's 162 baseball games. Yes. Oh, my God. Baseball is so long. It's boring. So you long. Can go, the playoffs are fun. You can go day after day with a baseball game because they're just standing most of the time. Yep. Or sitting. <laughs> That's true. I did. I do enjoy going to baseball games like at the stadium. It's very fun. I went to a Mets-Cubs game in August and it was quite great. And my Cubs won. Sounds very blue. Yeah, it was. Mm. I was rocking my Cubs Bri Bri 15 jersey. Yeah. Like a champ. Uh, look okay. happy about it. I I feel fine about it. How do you feel about it? I feel fine about it too. I'm I'm look for. I don't know if it's gonna happen this season though. I think it's gonna be next season. Yeah, it's that not a this season thing. This year they're not ready for it. This year, but I yeah. think the idea of uh, it was a first of all, I sh- we should say that was a player's suggestion. Right, that was from the players, players association. association. Yeah, they feel is Chris like, Paul still the president of it? Yes. Okay, I think. This league is making so much money, more money than Creases in already. They might as well just try anything. Yeah. Just keep it going. I mean, 
the players are awesome. The the fans enjoy watching them play. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun times. But we couldn't do a basketball segment if we didn't start with none other than the king of basketball, King James. LeBron James. LeBron James. It was his birthday a couple weeks ago. 35. We weren't able to celebrate him. So I wanted to take a moment to say, my man, as much as I make fun of your hairline, you are still a G through and through. Um, I'm just... I'm glad I get to live in a time where he is a basketball player and an influencer of our Say world. Say it again. I'm just glad I could I'm just glad I can live in this time because I remember when Michael left, I was like, basketball will never be the same. Would Everything. Not, what the Right? And I'm like, oh I still watched it because I was such a fan. Sure. But we call was, that the the NBA's what the fuck period. Yeah, it really was. It was a huh? What? But the, a few of us, a few of us were still watching it. Um, and then LeBron came into the league. Like there was the Kobe years, obviously, and mm-hmm. LeBron came. And I just feel, I feel very blessed that I have lived to see golden, the golden eras, multiple eras yeah. of of basketball with Michael, Shaq, and Kobe, LeBron. Like it's it's really cool to be, and I. <sighs> will be in significant mourning when he mm-hmm. does decide to take his yes. shoes off yes. and I'm going to be super super sad but I also know his influence has permeated within the NBA beyond just the court that I know it's not going to be the last I'm going to see of him the way that when literally Michael left the second time I was like I'm never seeing him again because you know those wizard years weren't real so I count them. Somebody brought that up the other day. I'm just like, what are you talking about? I count them. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Just... Someone like someone mentioned it, and I just looked at them, and I'm just like, what are you talking about? And right. even though he I knew exactly the what they were talking about. He's never played for the Wizards. He's never played for He's the Wizards. He's only played for the Chicago Bulls. He yeah. retired in 1998. Yeah. Get and your facts straight. Because we were talking about, so fun fact, Tom Brady's last season of... This, yeah. this season could potentially be his last season with the Patriots because they lost the wild card to go right. to the playoffs. Right. To and the which team? To, um, oh my God, the Texans. Okay, got it. Um, J.J. Watt, like that whole right. that whole crew. All right, all right, all right. Um, yeah. Just what a phenomenal game. It was like wild to see. Uh, it was cool because the coach of the Texans was a player of Belichick's and, they, and he used Belichick's fucked up move at the end of the end to play. do it to him like where that's, they were running the clock and making them that's the ego move yeah that's but a, it's just like and i re- and when belichick did it years ago he just smiled in the you know in the sidelines like this is a loophole in the rule i'm just doing what i yeah. can do and when his his you know student protege his protege did it he's he was pissed <laughs> <laughs> And I, just a little wink and a nod, and just a little I tip of the cap. Laughed so hard. The student has become the master. Yes, exactly. Literally, that's what that's what my partner said. He's like, the student <laughs> became the master. I'm just like, wow, wild. Anyway, so people have been talking about like, could you know, Brady can go three ways. He can retire. Mm-hmm. He can come back to the Patriots, and the Patriots will have to give him money, money. A lot of money. A lot of money. Like enough, like, three-year contract. Like, type. money. He'll yeah. ask for three years. And he wants to play till he's, like, he's 42 years old, uh-huh. 42, 43. He wants to play 45. He wants to play till he's 45. But he also knows that he's 
awesome. So you pay for what you get. Yeah. yeah. Um, or he's going to play for a different team. And I was and I was, t- I was talking to someone. I was like, do you think? Can you even imagine him in? I can't imagine him outside of a Patriots uniform. I can see him. And he, the, my friend goes. Yeah, it's uh, it's like I couldn't imagine Michael in a different uniform, but it can happen. I'm just like Michael was never in a different uniform. Yeah. He only had one. Yeah. He wore well, black, that, red, or white. That was it. Yeah, they had that pinstripe ear. It was yeah. ugly. Those were ugly, it but, but it happened. But it happened. Okay. But that's it. It's a design there choice. No, there was no, no other. There was no other jersey he wore. <laughs> what are you talking about? And, oh my god! And literally, what a time. literally, they were just like, seriously. I'm just like, yes. Yeah. There was no other uniform he wore. Younger people who don't remember him with the Bulls saw him on the Wizards and said, uh, "They said, uh, uh, I said, oh, you're too you too young to remember Michael Jordan seeing him play.' They're like, "No, I saw him play." Yeah, I said, "You didn't see him play." No, you didn't. I mean, he was good, but you didn't see him play. I I modeled my my game, my basketball game, after five people that I, I look to for guidance uh-huh. on film, video. Sure. Iverson. Kobe, no, mm-hmm. sorry, Iverson, White Chocolate. Who's White Chocolate? Uh, Jason Williams. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry, it just took me some like White Chocolate, White Chocolate. Who is that? Okay. Ky- Kyrie Irving. Yes, you definitely play like Kyrie. There's definitely moments. Tim Duncan. Mm-hmm. And Michael Jordan, specifically of the Wizards. Get out of my house. Specifically the Wizards. Because if I were to tell you I model my game after Chicago Bulls, Michael Jordan, you would say, like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I'm like, you're not. I'm like, right. relax, buddy. But the the Wizards one, mortal. I can touch that. You <laughs> I so can, that I can do. You're like, that is attainable. <laughs> I can do that. Uh, that's attainable. I can no, do it. Uh, catch it with the man on your back. Take Spin, take two dribbles, pull up. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Done. That's funny. Um... So Tom Brady, yeah, 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 with the they with the the playoffs. Okay. So LeBron, I'm very excited for you. LeBron got Tommy an award. Yes, he did from the Associated Press. Yes. He and Serena were both given said awards in their respective genders. I'm, and I was not fighting any of it. The award was. Athlete of the decade, Dakad. Yeah, Dakadi. I would say I kind of wanted Simone Biles to get it for the female, but I recognize her decade-long, like Serena's influence in the decade was significantly more than um, yes. uh, Simone Biles. But uh, Simone Biles killing it. I mean, uh, in life, but uh, Serena, duh, LeBron. Duh. Uh, I'm gonna look it up right now because I remember who got fourth and fifth in the voting, uh-huh. and I don't remember who got second and third. Interesting. CAA. Was it was it of America or was it just like of the world most influential? Of the world. Okay. Uh, the Associated Press. So I'm surprised the... it wasn't like a soccer player. Well, okay. So I know Messi was in the conversation. Okay. So we have. We're going to go with, here we go. All right. So he was Usain Bolt was third. Usain Bolt was third. Soccer star Messi 
Okay. Lionel Messi was fourth. Okay. Michael Phelps was fifth. Huh. Okay. Who was and two again? I it didn't tell me, oh. so I'm going in here. Final seconds. Uh, uh. Oh, Tom Brady. That's what I thought. Yeah, Tom Brady was runner up. Okay. Ah, boo hoo. Um, uh, cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. Next. Oh, he he said he didn't do it. Listen, uh, I think. LeBron, what you said about LeBron set in on me when this award got announced Mm -hmm. because when LeBron Lee, it's starting to become a reality to me that LeBron is 35 Uh on December 31st, he turned 35 and on, you know, the next day was a new decade. Yep. And like this, his age, his mortality, that being a thing, I'm starting to feel what it was like to have the whispers of Jordan 96 through 98. Mm -hmm. And I just... I'm not ready. I'm not ready to lose him mm-hmm. because he's. I don't love it when people ask me what team do you root for. I say whoever LeBron plays for. <laughs> I love. I would not love the NBA as much as I do if not for this person, for all the reasons that you said. I agree. I think my love for the NBA has grown even more because of him. I'm still going to be a Bulls fan through and through, even if we'll never make the playoffs ever, probably the rest of my life. Um, But I think what I find so interesting is that, I mean, we've talked about this before. Michael Jordan brought basketball to the world. Yeah. Everyone loves basketball outside of the U.S. Because, like, you say Michael Jordan, people know about it. Mm -hmm. People wear his jersey. They wear the Bulls 23, the Bulls cap. He is an influencer of that that magnitude. Jordan's is a thing all over the world. Right. But this is not a U.S. thing, right? right? Michael Jordan did that. You can't take that away from him, mm-hmm. regardless of how much he says you F know, these kids. You know, oh yeah, and you know, Derrick Rose's stardom in China has a lot to do with him playing for the Chicago. Absolutely, Bulls. it was branded before he got there. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Chicago kid going to the to the Chicago Bulls. When he mm-hmm. came to the Chicago Bulls, we we're like, yo, he's gonna be. And he wore number one. Right. It was such a profound statement marketing wise absolutely right um i would i will wear i have like a knockoff rose one jersey Mm -hmm. i will i wear proudly like Mm -hmm. i appreciate and love what i experienced with rose on Mm -hmm. that bulls team he Mm -hmm. you know he revived the city in a lot of ways but what lebron did is different to what jordan did jordan brought basketball to the world lebron brought the world to basketball mm-hmm. he brought he made it accessible in a way mm-hmm. granted part of it is social media the internet accessibility to people like lebron is significantly more as far as one-to-one you know whatever and i will say regardless of you know people talk about oh he's never like cheated on his wife he's never um like he seems like he's a good dad he's present all these things all of those could be true or false. I don't know. I've heard rumors of things, and all I got to say is it is it is what it is, right? He's a basketball player, and her, him and Savannah may have some conversations and agreements as to whether or not he's cheated or not, but that's not neither here or there. But what I found adorable... Stop making the movements that you just made. What are you dumb, talking about? Dummy. Please proceed. <laughs> um, for his 35th birthday, he had a birthday party and he had this cake, right? This beautiful cake and everyone's saying happy birthday to him. He used to blow out the candle. Mm-hmm. He stops what he's doing. He turns around. He goes, where's my wife? Where's Savannah? 
and he brings Savannah, brings him to his side, and he's like, I'm not blowing out these candles without you by my side. And I was just like, yo, I sent that to my partner, <laughs> to everybody. I'm just like, that's the kind of man you want. Hopefully one that doesn't cheat on you, but also <laughs> that wants you by his side. <laughs> uh, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> but beyond all of those things. But he's like, when I think about it, he is a role model in a lot of ways. There hasn't been much scandal uh, with him generally speaking in terms of clutch points too he has more buzzer beaters yeah or go-ahead points in the last 10 seconds then percentage-wise than kobe and jordan and he's going to be no not jordan not isn't jordan, he going to be kobe, like yeah. in the top and assist any second now and um just got nine thousand assists yeah like mm-hmm. he's just i think he's eighth but he's going to be, I think, by the end of his time in the NBA, he's going to be top five in all of the categories, if not number one in no, points. Not rebounds. You don't think? Not- no. But he'll get it in assists and points for sure. You don't, you don't even think top ten in rebounds? No. Okay, well. I'll look it up. Uh, I looked it up that last week. Okay. It was He was farther away than I thought he was. It surprised me too. I just thought he. I feel like he contributes. Yeah, the same. That's why I'm like. All time NBA rebounds. But the point being, I'll be sad when LeBron leaves because I have such an emotional attachment to him. Yeah, the way that I think about Michael is the way that I'm going to think about LeBron. And anyone who says anything negative about LeBron, I'm just like, I need you to, you need to back that up with some facts. Yeah. Like what he does on the court. Un- undeniable what he does off the court undeniable so what are you pissed about he, he 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 created a whole school a whole school for his community he's given all of his homeboys jobs like real ass jobs he is a business man man <laughs> you said it well i did you know where lebron ranks on all-time nba rebounds right now what is it take a guess at the number 25 15 you're going in the wrong direction. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Thirty-five. Keep going. What? Keep going. Fifty. Uh, fifty-one. Oh my! That's just the NBA. That's not the ABA. ABA included. Uh, if it's the ABA, it's fifty-eight. Oh. Oh. Okay. Well, well either way, Mr. LeBron James, King of LA. Well, actually. There could be other Does this cake. mean that you're ready to see Space Jam too? No. Mm. I'm not, but I'm going to. But there's just some things. Like, am I going to have a life-size cardboard cutout of LeBron James in my home? Probably not. Actually, I probably would. I was going to say, that might be changing for you. You <laughs> don't even know. I don't know that you know yourself. Um, so he got his 20, 35th birthday. You know who didn't wish him happy birthday? Who? Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. There's a rumor. Let's, let's talk about this. There's a rumor. That's what I said. Is it's he the king rumor. of LA? Allegedly. Allegedly, there's a rumor mm-hmm. that one Kawhi Leonard of the Clippers. Yes. The Los, Los Angeles, Angeles Clippers. Actually, I think they're called the LA Clippers. I think they are, yeah. And La it's called Clippers. the La Clippers, yeah. and the other one's Los Angeles Lakers. Yes. I've been seeing this. Yes. Okay. Potentially. So, I don't know. Anyway, because I've never seen Los Angeles spelled out, and it's always abbreviated LA Clippers. No, Los Angeles Clippers has it spelled out on their jersey. On their jersey. Nowhere else. So it doesn't mean they're not called the Los Angeles Clippers. 
No, I think they really branded themselves the L.A. Clippers. All right. Regardless, continue. I, it, it was a. It, it, it left me scratching my head. I'm still thinking about it, but I understand. Anyway, um, Kawhi allegedly, according to a source, <coughs> said to someone, "Tell Stephen LeBron, A. Smith discussed this, by the way." Oh, I didn't hear. Him. He said, "Please, someone tell LeBron to stop being scared to defend me." Ooh, shots fired. Oh snap. He said that in some New Balance. Oh, snap. Oh, my God. What do you think? What? Is he wrong? That's what I want to know. Is he wrong? He's not wrong or right. It's just, it's an opinion he has. Okay. One, that is if he allegedly said this. Mm-hmm. This boy barely talks. Mm-hmm. If he's, I could also see him with his humor jokingly saying this. Sure. But also, like, a healthy challenge. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Hey, hey, hey. What to do, baby? <laughs> what to do, baby? Um, here's my thing. One, if he said this, that's kind of ballsy. Cool. It's nice, nice seeing him being a little balls to the walls about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I say this, I've seen LeBron play. I don't think LeBron is phased one way or another who he's guarding. He guards what he needs to guard. Um, Kawhi is not someone easy to guard. So I'm not saying like someone like that LeBron's being a punk by not guarding him. I'm saying he's guarding what he wants to guard and he has guarded Kawhi, maybe just not as aggressively as Kawhi wants him to. He's not trying to end up on any kind of poster. Yeah. He's not playing that kind of defense. No, 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 no. But, yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll get in your in your zone, in your perimeter every right. once in a while. Yeah. But LeBron, this has been his MO for a long time. I'm only going to do so much tangibly on the defensive end. A block shot equates to points saved. Mm-hmm. A steal equates to a possession mm-hmm. and point uh, potential for points me getting up on you i'm not as bad as mellow but i'm not gonna give you my 100 percent because my 100 percent is on the other end of the floor and lebron is now the point guard for that team yep. so he leads the league in assists he has 11 assists a game if he's gonna, he's the only one in double digits with assists. So if I'm gonna continue to be the only point guard in this league, feeding my big guy Anthony Davis, keeping him happy, yeah, feeding the rest of my team, and score 28 points a game. Say it louder. I I just don't have the heart to play the defensive end the way a Kawhi would want me to. Yep. So you have to get that for somebody else. I'm LeBron James. Yeah, I don't need to prove. Anything to you about I'm my guarding capabilities? Fourth all-time NBA scoring. I'm just saying. I I'm, I'm I wish LeBron played both ends of the floor as hard as he plays the offensive end, but who am I to judge? At least he plays defense, unlike other some, people. He plays some defense. Who we don't talk about? Oh right. Mm. You <laughs> that know, took, that took I watched, a minute. <laughs> I watched a uh, YouTube video of him talking about his latest sneaker, the Volume Four. Uh, we're talking about James Harden. I here. wasn't gonna. I was gonna wait to see if you were gonna say it. But James Harden. I watched the a beard. YouTube video of him. There, for those of you who don't know, there is a 
a moratorium on this man because I just he just plays so boring and I can't handle it anymore. Mm-hmm. But continue what you're saying. It's interesting to watch him. First of all, I should say this before. I worked in New York. I worked as a, a residence hall assistant director at, well, no, it was even before that, Arizona mm-hmm. State University. Okay. James Harden was talking about his newest shoe, and they had about a 20-minute video on YouTube, the designer of the basketball shoe. Yeah. The the guy who oversees Adidas basketball sneakers. Yeah. And James. Uh-huh. And James is talking about his... <laughs> you... <laughs> My roommate's walking in, so Wrigley has some feelings about it. Wrigley, be nice. Hey, what to do? Hi. All right, but you're saying his his basketball sneakers. He was saying that uh, there's so many things that, long story short, they went into the schematics of the shoe, what was important to James, what wasn't, and his mindset, his philosophy around how he plays. Yeah. This way of, oh, one of the guys interviewing him was the funniest part of the interview where a guy off camera goes, so... You're into innovation. What about the travel? <laughs> God, James oh goes, James goes, my God! Not even phased. He was like, "What about it?" He goes, uh, "Well, the tr- like a lot of the movies you make. Some people call that travel." He goes, "It's not travel. Do have listen. I've been in the league for how many years?" He said, "I've only been called for travel two or three times." <laughs> and he said, "It's not traveling if the ball isn't in your hand when your feet are moving." If the ball is still loose and you're moving your feet without touching the ball, that's not traveling. The ball is still... So mid-dribble? Mid-dribble. You take three steps. I'm not holding the ball. I'm going to be watching you very closely, Mr. James Harden, over the I'm next, not, over the next several weeks. Me? Can you do it for <laughs> I'll me? I'll you know. And you let me know. I'll let you know. But I, it was a very entertaining interview. And when he talked about his shoes and what he wanted out of them, mm-hmm. and it takes two years of planning to make them, mm-hmm. it's very interesting. It's fascinating. Fascinating. But I'll tell you what, he's still averaging 39 points a game, and he doesn't give a damn who knows about it. He sure doesn't. He thinks he's one of the greatest. Oh, he said what he wants to be remembered as. Which is? One of the greatest scorers, greatest basketball players ever and he changed the game revolutionized the way it's played and essentially he's steph curry 2.0 the way steph changed the game with the three ball sure james not only has the three ball it's the step back situation to the rack layup or free throw it's the way, and the little subtle moves, if it's not the step back, it's that one-legged three he shoots right. now. But he's trying to invent new ways of moving around the court uh-huh. and then doing a straight numbers comparison lick. Before me, the most you saw was Jordan scoring 37. Right. Kobe scored 35 a year. I'm about to average 40 points a game the entire season. And all I do is shoot threes and layups and free throws. So maybe the whole league should do what I'm doing. That's what he's trying to create. He's Darth Vader. He's he's the Death Star. I don't understand that reference. Well, all but I, I have say, Disney Plus, so I will watch and understand will, it soon enough. He, they will go to the playoffs as usual. They will be knocked out in the first round as usual. <laughs> Because he chokes during uh, the playoffs. So there's that. You know who else uh, does play defense, uh, though? Who? Jimmy Butler and T.J. Warren of the 
TJ Warren's on the Indiana Pacers. Oh, that's him my hoot out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I looked his stats up. Jimmy Butler of the Heat was playing, and the Pacers, TJ Warren was guarding him. Mm-hmm. They got in a bit of a scuff, a mm-hmm. kerfuffle. Sure. And Jimmy had the ball. He Long story short, both these players got heated. Sure. They had to separate them. There were no punches thrown, but... Words were shared. Words were shared. TJ Warren, if you could read lips, said, uh, what did he say? I'll beat your fucking ass. Hmm. He also, camera wasn't on him at the time, but the telecommentators painted the picture for us. He flipped him the bird mm-hmm. on, on midcourt, like everybody saw it. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler blew kisses at him and said, you're soft. Post game in a press conference, he said he's also soft. Mm-hmm. On Instagram, Jimmy Butler took a screenshot of the Indiana Pacers on their schedule mm-hmm. in March, circled it in red, and said, "TJ Warren, let's get ready for uh, ready for March. I'll see you there." TJ Warren scores about eighteen points a game okay. on average. It's not shabby. Not bad. Jimmy scores twenty. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're tit for tat, but Jimmy said. Uh, the problem is I could guard him, but he can't guard me. Well, okay. So the, the, the Kawhi, the Kawhi LeBron, Kawhi LeBron, the Kawhi LeBron. Okay. I don't know if you have feelings on this. Cause I know you love Jimmy from his days in Chicago. I do. I love Jimmy because he's just tough as nails. No, he's so tough. This man, and not just from the fact that he's from like, he's from his like Chicago days, but he also like he's got grit he's gone through some stuff mm-hmm. in life and it shows in the way he shows up to play every game mm-hmm. yeah and i think it's really nice jimmy's not someone who's a stereotypical machismo guy no. i've seen him have moments of tenderness and vulnerability sure. where he's very sweet with his teammates where he jokes with them where he is like affectionate towards people mm-hmm. in his life but if you cross him on the basketball court, he he has I Jimmy has humor throughout every part of I when I see him. Right. On the court, off the court, he is always in some way. He's he's kind of he's kind of a jokester. And, he is. Yeah. Like he's fun. But if you go at him, he will quickly tell you, I'm not afraid of anybody. So if this guy wants to fight, time and place just let me i am jimmy buckets i fear no man yeah and just it's fun to watch a guy go around like doc holiday slinging a six shooter yeah my second six shooter reference today uh just like you know wearing his black guile haircut like he's in street fighter three or something like that and just doing it his way he's fun but he's in miami and i think it makes sense because pat riley's there and they're both similar in that temperament i agree I'm all about, you know, TJ Warren, you said some things that he the moment on, on the court, fine, whatever. But also, like, know your place. Not, like, with, so not with Jimmy. Like, really? You know who Jimmy is? Not with Jimmy. You know how many playoffs he's gone to? Come on. You both fine to have your opinions, but just... I would do the same thing if I did. I wouldn't be scared of Jimmy Butler. Yeah. And Jimmy Butler has no reason to be scared of T.J. Warren. They're both two guys who were trying to vie for position, and things got a little bit contentious. It is, but you're not going to get that call from the refs, T.J. Warren. As much as Jimmy may have started something, you got your second tech, you lost your cool, you're out of there. So, 
Uh, Jimmy Butler. I'll be watching in March. I'm actually going to watch a Heat Pacers game because I'm just waiting for that. I mean, let's, it'll be interesting to see if things get thrown. It's just like a hockey mentality. Yeah. It's like when you see two hockey players yeah, fight, you're looking, the on the, off. you're looking on the calendar for the next time they rematch. Yeah, because it'll be fun. Oh, my God. Um, let's talk about All-Star NBA voting. Cool. What do you think is going to happen? Well, it's... Can you can we explain the layout again this year? It's only the third year we've done this. It was the second year. Is it last year was the f- last no, year was last year was the second. Who was who's? It was it was LeBron Curry, and then Steph and Giannis. Yep. So basically, it's all star voting. Everybody votes for their top whatever players on the front court and the back court, the front court and guards essentially, on the and. The top player with the most votes gets to be the captain of their team. Yeah. So it's not East versus West. It's Team LeBron versus Team Curry, one would say. For example. For example. For example. Um, this year... Oh, is this last year's? Now that I'm thinking about this? No, it's not. Um, so this year... The votes are up, and it looks like on the West, J- uh, LeBron James is one. Actually, no, technically, Luca is one uh, for guards. LeBron's still slated as a small forward. But, That's why he's on the front. But, front yeah, but Luca has been the leading vote getter. Yeah. By like fifty thousand, like fifty three thousand. He's only in his second year, folks. Yeah, he's twenty years old. About that, LeBron James, athlete of the twenty or the, uh, the teens, yeah, yeah, the tens. LeBron said, "Luca, this league's gonna be yours." After he's gone, Luca's gonna take this over. Yeah. The he's averaging thirty points, nine assists, and ten rebounds. Yeah. He uh, will own the twenties. We'll see. This will be the first time a white man is owning the league. Since in a Larry decade. Bird. <laughs> Since Larry Bird. Yeah. I mean, kind talk about talk about no pressure. Yeah. Um so it looks like it's James Luca, Anthony Davis, James Harden, Kawhi, Paul George, Dave are like the top six. Six or seven. Okay. On the West. Okay. And then on the East, we have, not surprisingly, Giannis. Mm-hmm. And then we have Joel Embiid, Pascal Siakam, Trey Young, Jimmy, no, Trey Young, Kyrie Irving, Jimmy Buckets, Kemba Walker. So that's the seven on the East. So far, leading. As far as points are concerned. So, like I did the other day, if you at home care to vote for your NBA Mm All-Stars, you would log on to the NBA website, Mm -hmm. click on the ballot, enter your email, and then choose five players from the West and five from the East. Two guards, three big people. Yeah, front court. Front court. So, who did or would you vote for? Um, my two guards on the east. Probably not going to make it, but I want to give it to him anyway. Derek Rose and Kyrie. 
Oh. Yeah. Even though Kyrie has the shoulder impingement. Yep. It's between Kyrie or Trey for me. Trey. Trey Young, yeah. Trey's doing good work this year. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Um, and then front court was three people mm-hmm. on the front court. Giannis, no question for me there. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Buckets. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Jimmy Butler, I'm sorry. And I'll give it to Pascal Siakam. Okay. Yeah. You and I have the exact same front court. Giannis, Pascal, Jimmy. Yep. Those are my three. Back court. Uh, I put Kemba Walker. That's, that's not a bad he's, option. He's, he's doing good stuff. And then my hometown boy, fifth in scoring, Bradley Beal. I'm dead. <laughs> getting those, swishing those nets. I love know. it. I love it. What about your West? West, uh, my guards, Luca makes the absolute most sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, you be... say it. No, I'm not. What's second bait? Innovation of the game. Nope. Changing it. Nope. Revolutionized? Nope. People have never played like this nope. before? Nope. I'm not saying James Harden. Get out of my house. Right. Um, uh, but I don't like anybody else either, really. Yeah, there you go. That's right. Like, I usually would say Dame. Steph or, or Steph or Clay. Or Steph or Clay, mm-hmm. but Steph basically won't be able to play. Mm-hmm. And Dame hasn't been doing that great it's this sub season. Sub 500 record by quite a bit. Yeah, like, it's not awesome. So right. it's like... I look at all of that, and I'm like, I guess James Harden. There you go. No, I know it's weird, but you got to choose the beard. I don't want to say it. I don't want to. No, I don't want to see it either, but you know he's going to be last picked, like last year, when LeBron ended up picking up James last minute. It was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Sure. And front court, my three, LeBron, Kawhi, Paul George. So my backcourt... Luca and James Harden. Luca and James Harden. I can't wait to see those Euro steps. Yeah. So many Euro steps. One of them's actually European. <laughs> and then in the front court, I did choose LeBron James. All hail the king. Right. That makes sense. I can't bring myself. Tell me. I ha- I'm having personal feelings. On giving it to Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Why? In a very soft way, from a competitive lens, I kind of want to slight the Clippers. Oh, come on. I kind of want... Well, I don't mind the picks I'm about to tell you, the ones I did choose for my front court. Mm -hmm. But I think giving it to the star names of Paul George and Kawhi Leonard feels too easy I'd rather Kawhi come off the bench. I'd rather Paul George come off the bench. They're definitely going to make it in the All-Star game. Who's having a heck of a year when I compare their stats? Mm-hmm. i got to put Anthony Davis in there. I mean, he's, I would be remiss. He's number three all, all, all number three in the, the voting. Yeah, Anthony Davis is going to go in my front court. And then the do I choose between Kawhi or Paul for that fifth spot? Kawhi uh, would be more fun. Kawhi would be more fun, but you know what? Who's also having a great year? Mm-hmm. Carl Anthony Towns. I knew you were going to do Go that. Go ahead, Cat. Go ahead, Cat. You can have that spot. Cat, you know, and Lizzo likes you. Listen, Lizzo's <laughs> got your number. I feel like Kawhi and Paul George coming off the bench would be better for the West, or better for whoever's team. It doesn't matter. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, this is a different structure of All Star games. Right. It's all for fun. But 
I did make the big decision to put James Harden in my starting and as one of the people, even though I don't love him either. Um, and Bradley Beal. Those are my wild cards. Those are my big ones. Nice. Nice. I'm not I'm interested to see it's All Star is gonna be the All Star game is gonna be in Chicago. So that'll be fun. But You're gonna go in town? Um probably not because I'm going to Chicago later for my cousin's wedding. So Cool. Yeah, I don't right. think so. Okay. We'll see. Um, with all that being said, um, uh, do you want to talk about Kyrie's shoulder? Because then you like alluded to it for nah, a little bit. All I want to say is Kyrie has a shoulder impingement. The so the Brooklyn Nets are currently nursing Kevin Durant's Achilles. Mm-hmm. Kyrie has a shoulder injury, so the Nets are playing without their two superstars, yeah. and they look like they're doing fine in the East. Yep. So more power to him. I hope Kyrie comes back healthy and uh, intact. But when he talks about his shoulder injury, is exactly what I have. Really? We have the exact same thing. It is his right arm. It's his shooting arm. Mm-hmm. It's harder for him to get the ball up to shoot it. His doctors who looked at it, he's getting multiple opinions. Right. They say it's an impingement. There's some fraying of muscle or, or aggravating of muscle. And... He doesn't need surgery right. now, but he will. In the but future. isn't ruling it out. Oy. Depending, but he can get through with a cortisone shot this season. That is exactly what my shoulder is right now. That is the exact condition of my shoulder. Oh yeah, mine is not that bad. Yeah, because I can still lift and do. It's just like it strains a little bit. I can still lift my hand up with no pain and things yeah. like that. It's the weight bearing that's going to be. That's I've been shooting like Kobe for years. Mm-hmm. I've been painting like Picasso. <laughs> and so this shoulder has taken a lot of... Taking a hit. Yeah. Taking so, a hit. Anyway, I don't need surgery now. But in the future, if I can't correct this with PT, yep. that's what's going to happen. Sounds... I already looked up the surgery online. It's pretty simple. There's like two things that go in and then it fixes it. Well, I hope you do that sooner than later. Because uh... you're, you're younger now, so it'll heal faster. Just saying. You raise good points. Okay. So that's all I want to say about Kyrie. Um, I hope he he heals himself soon. Our Brooklyn's finest. Cool. Um, actually, that's all I want to say. That's all I want to say. Yeah. We're all done. We're done. We're done. We're gonna move into the dope people. All right. Let's talk about some dope people. All right, folks. It is time for our third and final segment where we talk about our dope person or people of the week. We pick people from within basketball outside of basketball people in our lives people in media and culture um so i believe you're starting or am i starting you're starting i am yeah i was not ready for that <laughs> i was not ready Yay. for that all right so my person uh my dope person this week is um let me just make sure I say her name correctly, is Nora Loom, also professionally known as Aquafina. Um, Aquafina is an American actress and rapper. Um, she's played supporting roles in films like Ocean's 8, which I know you don't really care for, but... I didn't do him justice. Yes. Um, Crazy Rich Asians, Jumanji, The Next Level, which is Jumanji 2. Um, but the reason why I am putting her as my dope person this week is because of her leading role in the comedy drama The Farewell, uh, where she was the first Asian American woman to win a Golden Globe for Best Actress in a movie. She won Best Actress for that role? Yep. That was a great film. I've not seen it. 
Yeah. Because for many reasons, but I will, I want to see it now more than ever. Can you tell us one of those reasons? Um, it's a little too close to home. All right. Yeah. That's honestly the only, that's the, that's the biggest reason. If you guys don't know what the story of the farewell is about, it is a story of a family who, upon learning about their grandmother had only a short time to live, decides not to tell her and schedules a family gathering before she dies. That is literally what happened to my grandmother. (laughs) Um, she eventually found out, which I'm assuming it happens in farewell. Um, but uh, uh, she grew up very close with her paternal grandmother uh, because um, Aquafina's mother died uh, when Aquafina, I believe, was like four years old. Um, so she was raised by her dad and her paternal grandparents. Um, so I'm sure she pulls a lot of um, her acting skills on that. Um, there's been a lot of like commentary on Aquafina potentially appropriating black culture, but she's been rapping since she was 13. She lived in Forest, she grew up and lived in Forest Hill, Queens. Um, so I'm not saying she doesn't appropriate, I'm just saying that she's definitely highly influenced by hip hop and black culture based on where she's from. Um, and it's super cool to see someone of her stature to come and win a Golden Globe like she did. And I'm really proud of her. And hopefully this opens doors for all the others after her that will win of Asian descent, East Asian, South Asian, all of the above. Middle Eastern. I want I want them all to West Asian. That's Middle Eastern. That's (laughs) that's really what that is. Um, but Rami won for Best Actor as well, which I thought was super cool. Um, so, I mean, Golden Globes is usually like a fun time, but it's a pretty big deal. And the fact that we're still at a place where we're like, this is the first time an Asian woman won for Best Actress, like, that's sad. But, hey, better late than never. So, Aquafina, congratulations. Super proud of you. She's our age. And it's, like, super dope to see her do dope that's things. Great. Yeah. Happy for her. Yep. I am very happy for her. I'm sure there's people asking her now, okay, you going for the EGOT? <laughs> I mean, she is a rapper, so she could she could definitely get a Grammy. There we go. Um, Let the games begin. Yeah. Uh, cool. That's awesome. I love that movie. So I yeah. would, if you I've, do watch it and you want company, I'd watch that again. Yeah. No, I've heard and it has 98% on Rotten Tomatoes, Yeah. which, you know, is not like something that happens, whatever. Mm-hmm. It won... Um, audience choice at Cannes Film, Fe- Cannes Film mm. Festival um, so it's it's not a shabby movie and I know it's not I just I need to be emotionally ready to do that that's how when people ask me to watch things like Us Us I think you'll be fine I can't I need to emotionally prepare I mean, myself and you didn't watch you didn't watch um, Get Out Get Out until we made you <laughs> I needed to emotionally prepare myself in the same way where I would think you'd be fine watching The Farewell. You know yourself better than I do. So yeah, if you need you, that emotional based on, prep time, based on Based on my life that you know about. Yes. Don't you, don't you think my reasoning makes sense? I would say I understand, but I, I'm not you, so I don't feel what it rationally makes sense to me. Right. From an emotional level, on the us get out, train mm-hmm. i'm still quite uncomfortable with putting myself in that psychological place for reasons i probably could unpack with a therapist but that just, <laughs> I, i'm not ready to see lapita in that role just yet when are you because oh. i would like to watch it with you it's on hbo right now god i was so uncomfortable watching get out really yes it was very nerve-wracking but anyway 
Um, great choice in a movie and yeah. an actress, Aquafina. So, the person I'm choosing this week. Oh, do you want to see uh, Uncut Gems? Yes. Okay. Oh my God, yes. All right, we should watch that because I feel like there are a few people that I can watch that with who understand. Yes. All right. That's been something that. I mean, my partner been wanting to watch for a minute, too, so we should make it happen. Adam Sandler, you better deliver. You said this is good. Yeah. Said you did good here. Yeah. Right. And, yeah, it's going to be, yeah, uh, we should watch it. We I like Adam Sa- Sandler, and I like KG, so we'll see. Yeah, KG's in it, too. Like, there's some, yeah. The weekends in it, KG's in it. The guy um, from Get Out's in it, I think. Or, no, Thank You for Calling. Thank he's in for, both. Yeah, yeah he, he's in both. Yeah. Um, um, Adina Menzel is in it. Yep. Like, so it, it's, um, yeah. it's, 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 um, some did I mention Kevin Garnett's in it? You, I think you did. Well, you go through that list of actors and actresses, <laughs> and you're like, and Kevin Garnett, like, and, oh. and The Weeknd. Really? Yeah. Okay. Hey, it's gonna be fun. <clears throat> Don't knock it to try it. My dope person of the week is former NBA commissioner David Stern. R.I.P. Who passed away recently at the age of seventy-seven. Uh, by the side of his wife uh, at the hospital, and he went in for an aneurysm. He has a brain like aneurysm. Yeah. He suffered weeks ago. Yeah. So um, those David's, are no joke. They're real. Yeah. So David Stern uh, has since. Um, how did someone say it? Lately, I've heard different, really eloquent ways of people saying uh, people have passed on. Yeah. I'm trying to find one for David Stern. He's, you know, yeah. whatever. But he's, but he deserves a lot of credit for where the league is today because yeah. he was commissioner from 1984. To 2014. 30 years. That's three decades almost. Three full. He has seen a Michael, lot. Kobe, and LeBron. The start of plus, LeBron. Plus Magic Larry. He yeah. was there for all, all of, of the, the <gasps> amazingness. So we're... What a time to be the commissioner of the NBA. Dude. He's the, I mean, people gave him a lot of criticism, grow, like, growing up, too. The the uniform lead, like... Well, you and I grew up at a time where it was very polarizing because he was getting flack for two things. The yep. drug policy yep. and the uniform, the uh, the dress code. The dress code policy. It was come, a uniform, yeah. When you would come into the arena, players could typically wear whatever they wanted. But then you saw some players taking liberty with that, namely one Allen Iverson who is setting trends within the league of a certain kind of black male experience and culture. A gangster experience, one could say. Somewhat tattoos on the neck, on the fingers, somewhat here and there. It kind of threw him after the Michael Jordan era of like respectability politics sure. and like zoot suits. Right. So uh, David Stern Because like, you have to think like Michael came from a polished background. Kobe came, came from, from a, a humble background. Polished still though. They weren't well off. No, but, you know, for a black man, right? It was a polished background. Like yeah. Kobe, even more polished. Kobe was polished. Incredibly polished. Yeah. The but, things that Kobe allegedly did would not go well if he wasn't so polished and didn't have the resources that he and his yeah. family had. David Starr went through a very tumultuous time post-Michael Jordan. 1998 on, he had a generational gap between him and the players then. Yeah. But... For all the things that he did when they listed out on ESPN for all the things that David Stern has actually been a part of and implementing in the league, the WNBA mm-hmm. being one of them, um, increasing the number of black players and those who would be 
financially like rewarded yeah for doing you know good play and this sort of thing he was um kind of instrumental in opening the door with expansion teams he had seven teams come on during his time he added set he was part of the aba nba merger when it took place so the first year after um it happened oh no he was i'm getting my stories mixed up sorry David Stern, before he was in the NBA, worked for a law firm that represented the NBA. Mm -hmm. And so he was on this law firm, closely related to it. He was on a case with Oscar Robertson Mm. for a beef that, uh, what did they call it? What's Oscar Robertson's? Nickname the Big O. The Big O, yeah. The Big O had a an issue with his team at the time. David Stern was on that uh, case, and then they won for Oscar Robertson, and also that dovetailed into the NBA ABA merger, right, when, right. that gave birth to free agency. Mm-hmm. So David Stern was a part of that before becoming commissioner, and um, the jerseys. You remember the jerseys that in the nineties. Remember those 90s jerseys that are now back in vogue? The short shorts? No, the the jersey style. So before the Toronto Raptors, Mm -hmm. there was a new team. So David Stern gave birth to seven new teams, seven expansion teams added to the league. Six of them moved during his tenure, like Mm -hmm. a Vancouver Grizzlies down to Memphis, Mm -hmm. you know, or the Seattle Sonics to Oklahoma City. Sure. The first team that had a jersey... With a printed image on it. Like, they printed it into the fabric of the jersey. Yeah. Not just sewn on letters. Like, think of the Chicago Bulls from back in the day. Yep. They had the black and white letters sewn in over the red jersey, right? Yeah. That was it. Same thing with the Celtics. Same things with the Lakers and the Knicks. Everything was the same. Then the Toronto Raptors were an expansion team. Right. And they printed on the jerseys. So the fabric had an image on it already built into the fabric. Shockwaves. Right. David Stern said, Yeah, let's do more of this. Seems like it's working for her. Because they thought the jersey was a laughing stock. Right. Like, so people would not enjoy this. People start buying those jerseys. I mean, it's worth a lot of money now yeah. to get the old Barney the Dinosaur Raptors yes. jerseys. That's exactly what they call them. So the Barney jerseys go for a lot of money. So at the time, David goes, Have teams do more of these. So the right. Utah Jazz with their mountains. Right. The Atlanta Hawks with the hawk spanning across it with the Kimbe Mutombo right, right, right. 55 in the corner. Remember the Seattle Supersonics with the yeah. needle and the yep. swoosh around the... Yep. the uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? The Orlando Magic with mm-hmm. the pinstripes. I mean, he was just doing this as a, as a way to generate revenue. And those jerseys popped. This The NBA jerseys of the 90s were iconic. They were fun. Yeah. Like, he just... He let rip with those things and then you see things today like the gradients and the fades and right. some of the liberties and designs they do partnering with companies like nike to do swing jerseys and city jerseys right. and this sort of thing he kind of popularized that idea of um kind of making a team's image more malleable they showed examples on one website of the nuggets logo from back in the day that got rejected then the new logo in 2003 that was that powder blue navy and gold and then they took the logo from the 90s they got rejected and they made that the logo for today Mm -hmm. and so it's it's all these things coming back around but adam silver was talking very fondly of david stern and his time where he was underneath him as an apprentice and kind of learning as commissioner 
and uh, you have Magic Johnson saying some very sweet things about him, saying, "Hey, you know, I announced to the world that I was HIV positive." Yeah, in '92. You know, because you know, that was easy. And David Stern said, "We're gonna let you play in this All Star game, and we're gonna let you play for USA basketball." Yeah. At, at a, a time where. At a time where people do not no. did not look at AIDS like the way that we look at it. I mean, they still right. have such negative connotations to right. it. But yeah, absolutely. David has to protect the integrity of a league, and it was tough for him to. He had a lot of swing. He had a lot of moments of real tough time. But I mean, I remember when he would do the draft picks. People would boo him. Oh yeah, and he and he and he would be like. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, all right. I hear, you. I hear uh-huh. you. Yeah, I got it. He was a good sport. He was a good sport about it. And I always appreciated. And it's got to be hard, too, because think about his job. Think Tough about the job. It's not just. Think about the interpersonal political dynamics of being probably a well-off white man up in years. A short white man. A short white <laughs> Jewish man mm-hmm. up in years who year after year has African-American men between the age of 18 and 38 that you got to deal with and respect and promote and motivate and treat like people. Like these are your employees. Right. Think of, and they didn't, some of them didn't go to college. So you got somebody like a Tracy McGrady, a Kevin Garnett, coming out of right. high school mm-hmm. to play in the league and they're scoring major points. They were just playing on a high school court last year. Now they make millions of dollars. How do you as a commissioner for a league become responsible for someone else's kid who is 18 years old right? just because they can play basketball at a high level? Right. Great. Now they're going to make money for your business but also you just gave them millions of dollars right. to an 18 year old. Yep. They're going to be stupid with that. They're going to be stupid with it. And <laughs> also, they're going to turn around at times and feel like you're not treating them fairly. Right. When you just gave them millions of dollars. Yeah. Um, it's got to be tough. It's got to be really tough for for those teams to get by. So, um, for, for a league office and for teams and for players to, like, work together. Right. The background has to be so tricky. So my hat's off to David Stern for doing a job for 30 years that I could probably not survive in for 30 days. Yeah. So, and, mad respect. And I will say, we we talk about how wonderful Adam Silver is. Yeah. Like, he, in a lot of ways, is mm-hmm. super dope, but I don't think he could be as dope as he is if it wasn't for David Stern paving the way that he did. Yeah. He wasn't a perfect man. Neither is David Silver, or, um, yeah. Adam Silver. Yeah. But, um, but I think you know, give props where props is due. Mm-hmm. And many of the players, even LeBron's, like, I feel proud that you were the guy that said my name for that draft pick. You know, um, so you know, giving, sending my love and prayers to the Stern family because loss sucks. I and it comes in waves, and um, just sending them my love. Uh, so that's my dope person. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yes. I love it. 
Well, folks, I think that is our full cast. Quick little announcement for you all. We are going to do our best to have the cast out to you guys just about every Tuesday, and we'll let you know if it comes out later or earlier the following week um, if things are happening in our lives. So we're really excited for the new year and the new sketch that we're going to be creating. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and if you are following us, make sure you do so. Follow us, like us subscribe dm all those wonderful things drop we, five stars yeah and you can uh subs, you can make sure you subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast too um mm-hmm. and so yeah that's all that i got on the docket anything you want to say for the good of the order Seth? no just happy new year 2020 let's do this all right new year same us <laughs> all right folks be dope and we'll catch you later see ya